0: Oh, <laughs> doing (laughs) (laughs) i fucking hit the shit out of that thing
1: who am i this week uh i'm scooby doo and turns out i'm actually an alien and that's why i can talk i fell into a rabbit hole about the scooby universe and how it got split into a multiverse and half of the earlier stuff all happened in the cyberspace movie and now there's two timelines that exist where one timeline has a real ghost only because Sam and Dean Winchester from Supernatural went into the Scooby Doo world and brought ghosts with them. And then there's a second Scooby universe where there's, the ghosts are just people in masks and shit. <laughs> and that's all canon. And it's been canon for the last like 70 something <laughs> years. <laughs> so there's two universes one where Shaggy has a red shirt, and that's the one where the monsters aren't real. And the other where he has a green shirt, and that's where the monsters are real because of Supernatural. <laughs> Ooh la la. Yeah, so you're welcome. I had, I had learned the information, and I now you know it too. And it's going to serve you to one of us.
0: Well, I am Eliza Thornberry from the Wild Thornberries. I am... I that, that was a great show. I wish I could talk I was to definitely, you animals.
1: I was definitely a Debbie.
0: I see. I don't know who I was. I guess I just said I'm Eliza Thornberry. I'm Eliza. <laughs> yeah. Witty... Smart, can talk to animals. I talk to them, but they don't talk back, so.
1: They just glare at you.
0: Yes. It's called being a cat dad.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is Braz of Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talk true crime cases of color. We play music from artists you don't know. And we give you commentary. That you didn't ask for
0: But you're here, and you're listening to it.
1: To get used to it. <laughs> hmm So, uh... Do you want to start off with your little yes, or spiel before we go into our cases? I hope
0: everyone, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I hope everyone's doing well because I know I'm doing well, kind of. So today we're gonna change things up a little bit, and what prompted it is was that we went through our comments and people had some things they wanted to address with us. So naturally, we took a step back and tried to reevaluate how we present these cases because the comments were about the cases, and I think in order for us to make our content better, we both need to take a look at different comments and recommend recommendations from you all to make brazza Murder better. So something that we wanted to try to do now is clearly present and talk about our sources because that was one of the biggest concerns that someone had. And I completely agree. We could talk about them a little bit more. I do want to point out that I would like everyone to keep in mind the reason that we're covering these cases is because unfortunately there's not a lot of information about these cases, specifically cases of color, especially if they happen within the last decade or over a decade or so ago. So yes, while sometimes we do speculate on things that have already been proven fact, it really isn't fact to everyone because not everyone knows about these cases, these true crimes of color it's important to note that true crimes of color in the past have very seldom made national national news hence sometimes missing or unanswered questions will arise there have been some episodes where we've really had to dig and try to find information because the information is not an abundance online We really do want to make a difference in what we're doing. So as of now, we want to say thank you for bringing it to our attention and holding us accountable to make content that we have more clear and concise. We will definitely from now on try to do our best to make sure that everyone is aware of the sources that we're using and the content that we're producing. So I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Yeah, and we also got a comment that said that we were call- callous and disconnected.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are callous and disconnected. I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I've been, I've been called worse.
0: Yeah, I think it's hard to it, maybe we shouldn't make light of some of these cases, but sometimes to cope you make light. Yeah. But I I, it, no I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand where people are coming from with that.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So do you want to go first with your case? Here we go first.
0: You'll go first. You said yours is a little bit shorter today. Mine is not that lengthy. It's lengthy and it's intense. I'm just kidding. It's not intense. But wait, that it's lengthy or intense? Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Science. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now my case is on Mary London and. It's a nice name, actually. That's Mary nice. London. Yeah. So, it happened years ago, but recently something, like recently this year, something newer developed that might come, that brings a lot of answers that people were wanting for. I guess the best way I can say
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> wanting for a hunting. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so... A body was found in a rural stretch of San Juan Road in the morning of January fifteenth, nineteen eighty one. It was later identified as Mary London, who was a tenth grader at uh, Sacramento High School. She was described by her family as like a girl who had mental, who was mentally disabled, who was developmentally delayed, Ooh. but was all around like a nice, caring, good person. Now, my brother is uh, developmentally delayed, and what really, it really is like. Like, he's 21, but mentally, he's, like, 14. I get that. It's kind of what it is. You're just, you're delayed mentally.
0: Mm, uh, Melinda, she's a teacher, and she teaches EC, so Exceptional Children is what they call them now. Um, so, she teaches Exceptional Children and the high school level that are between the ages of 18 and 22. But yeah, because most little
1: high- schools go up to, like, to 22, right. and at that point, you can, like, go on to college with the same programs, mm-hmm. stuff like that but you know that that was her like she was developmentally delayed but was like a kind of caring trusting person which frightens me about this case because like my brother does the same way he's very trusting and like you don't want to shatter his worldview but like listen some people might murder you yeah view. but it's like She's so nice. And I wish I hadn't. I wish I wasn't as jaded as I was with reality. Right, <laughs> I could just see people as good. <laughs> so she was reported missing the day before. And after she wasn't seen for her scheduled bus drive to the high school, that's when, you know, alarms like were sounding. People started calling the cops. People went out to look for her. It was determined that London was stabbed multiple times and died of her injuries. And she also was sexually assaulted.
0: Oof. Jesus, dude.
1: And so, that was a whole thing that the family had to deal with, especially because the case went cold, although investigators continue to follow any available leads. It went cold for like 35 years, up until 2016.
0: 35 years? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Up until 2016, where they like formally reopened the whole case, and- When they reopened it, people were excited thinking that, oh, they got somebody. And they made a link to one dude named Daryl, and people automatically assumed that he was the person who did it, he was a killer. Turns out, Daryl wasn't the killer or the person behind it. They reached out to him basically to say, like, we
0: think you know who it is. Ah, I see. So, like, an accomplice or just, like...
1: Yeah. And, like, saying, like, hey, if you have any information, give it to us. And he didn't really have anything.
0: I wonder if they're (laughs) going to make it into a Netflix show because netflix has Could been opening be. up cases like left and right bro
1: yeah so people got their hopes up for that and it didn't pan out and then it died again so but april in this year investigators has actually identified the suspect oh. of this 39 year old case oh. yeah so new dna technology led sacramento police to Vernon parker as the suspect of the murder and we're saying like suspect because of. I- that he can't be charged but i get to that in a second what? yeah hmm. so pol- police the, bake- the breakthrough in the case came thanks to new DNA technology and gene- uh, genealogy testing linking Parker like to the murder to quote What the uh, Sacramento police said, investigative genealogy has revolutionized law enforcement abilities to solve violent crimes, to identify the guilty and exonerate the innocent. They said that Mary London's murder is yet another example of the passion and persistence of law enforcement and the use of innovative scientific technologies to bring justice to these victims and their families. Now, they linked him like directly to the murder, to the Mm -hmm. scene, his DNA, but they can't prosecute him or go after him because he died a year later oh. after London was dead. Well, he was murdered and I get to his murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny.
0: Okay.
1: It's not, it's
0: not, <laughs> Sorry.
1: I don't mean- it's not funny. It's just like, ain't karma stinker. <laughs> <Like, laughs>
0: karma a bitch.
1: So now I was, now this was kind of hard to figure out like how he died exactly, but I was able to come across a newspaper article from That year, it was like a a year directly after London's death with the same name. So I'm like 90% sure this is the dude because none of the articles I was reading information from saying that he was murdered said how or like what happened. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read directly from the newspaper. Killer draws prison. Jesse Weep, 31, has been sentenced to five years in state prison for the August 23rd stabbing death of 18 year old Sacramento youth. That Sacramento youth being Vernon Parker. Wheat had been charged with murder but pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter and use of a deadly weapon. Witnesses said that Wheat, who was living in a downtown hotel, had been in a fight with his friend Vernon Parker in the Hoff Brewery Bar near Seventh and L Street. About two hours later, Parker came back from the bar and said he had been stabbed and then collapsed. Wheat told investigators that he had been in a fight over a woman at the bar and was later assaulted by Parker and the two went out to the streets and he fought I mean he stabbed him in self defense.
0: Jeez. Jeez, Louise. That sounds like a lot
1: going on there. Sacramento was... They were fucking busy. So he obviously can't serve his time. And it makes you wonder, like... How would they make the
0: family feel? Like, did they feel that they had closure? Like... Go ahead. So did they... Like, so they have him as a suspect because of DNA evidence. So does that mean he more than likely committed the murder yeah so they can't
1: stay 100% sure like oh it's him but they're like it's more than likely him and the family came forward and they're like you know even though they can't see him get like officially charged taken to court they're just glad to know that they got got to put a name to it to who did it and they did come on record saying it just gives them a form of closure because they can finally say well this person did it this person's responsible it is not just up in the air anymore and there's new technology, man. It's going to get... You can't... See? Listen. They're going to get you. Either way.
0: <laughs> it was crazy because I was talking to Melinda about how back in the day, you could just fucking kill people and just be like... And walk away? Yeah. Could you imagine if it's still it like get that? Like, like,
1: oh, look, there's a bunch of blood in the foot from the victim yeah, Let's murderer. touch
0: everything and compromise yeah, the crime <laughs> scene.
1: <laughs> we found some coke. Well, let's do it all first to make like, sure it's actually a coke. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Like before you could get away with murder so much easier now big brother is watching oh yeah. like, prints, like, forensics. you can get
1: you can get you can get your ancestry.com thing done and then like it'll link you <laughs> to someone someone's being like someone's like your family Like your uncle was wanted for murder and they use your dna to find him.
0: that's wild dude technology is wild science is wild i fucking love it hashtag science hashtag science
1: Oh yeah, that's my case about Mary London. I like and, that.
0: Uh, yeah, It's like a triple double homicide, but they're connected.
1: Karma's a bitch, I'm going to
0: tell you that. Yo, not you imagine? <laughs> like, that, that,
1: that, that don't scream karma, I don't know what that...
0: <laughs> that's wild, I, I wouldn't... I think that's just so crazy how 39 years later, they happen. might have a suspect, but they can't close the case for sure because... He was stabbed (laughs) in a bar fight. (laughs) And that sucks.
1: Hey everyone, before we get on to the next case, we gotta pay the bills. This episode, we are sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans that fit any kind of lifestyle. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. You can just sit back and let Green Chef do everything for you. Meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for your whole week. Meals include vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto. Now, you know Battle has been trying to get me to go vegetarian for like a minute now. So I decided to go to Green Chef and have him send me some vegan chef. And you know what? I am not mad at it. The Jamaican fried rice slapped and it was like the perfect amount of spicy like spicy enough where really You can enjoy it, but like when you get that first bite you immediately regret everything you just did You're in pain, but you fight through it and you come on the other end happier and just a little bit sweatier Also the recipes are pretty short so they can fit my manic lifestyle and if you're anything like me, that'll be helpful now Go to greenchef.com backslash murder80 and use code murder80 to get $80 off across four boxes including free shipping on your first box. Again, because this is a pretty great deal, I'll repeat myself. Go to greenchef.com backslash murder80 and use code murder80 to get $80 off four boxes including free shipping on your first box. Now, back to the
0: cases yeah but uh take it away that was good thank you so my next case this episode is case whatever it is super dark and scary this case involves a man who commits uxoricide and filicide that is the murder of one's wife and now
1: what's that what's that first one
0: it's like the murder suicide? uxoricide. It's the murder of one's wife and filicide, it's the murder of a child.
1: Why uxoricide?
0: I don't know. Is that like, is that like Latin, Latin or something. I should, next time if I use a word like this, I just thought it was cool. I was being a little bougie, you know.
1: I know I like it, but I'm just Uxoricide, like, I'm never... Yeah. <laughs> that.
0: It's called uxoricide, the murder of one's so, wife.
1: Yeah, I get that. So uxor uh, uh, means wife, I guess.
0: I don't know. Uck uck maybe because it's u-x-o-r-i-c-i-d-e
1: yeah continue please i'm sorry i digress
0: so prior to this case i want to preface it with that this is very graphic and it's an unfortunate case and it's very graphic so for that i'm sorry it's okay but today i'm talking about chadwick d Banks. A man who w- murdered his wife in cold blood and then rapes and murder his 10 year old stepdaughter
1: oh wow mm-hmm. this is a ghost star episode so this is content warning
0: <laughs> yes, yes content warning chadwick was born june fifteenth, nineteen 1971 and there was little information about chadwick's upbringing in his childhood as far as like anything good about him or anything about his childhood however in, tra- in transcripts from the Florida Supreme Court there was information from an interview that Banks gave himself with a doctor named Dr. Petyarka. and this doctor Pat Yarka, stated during, during an appeal that Chadwick later had you're really emphasizing
1: that P aren't you
0: yeah p- p- petra- Pat part-yarka? I don't know Dr. P. There you go. (laughs) Dr. P said that during an appeal with Chadwick that Chadwick had later said that his conversations with Banks, he was he was told that Banks was disciplined with an electric cord on at least seven different occasions as a kid. And it was thought that he had been rendered unconscious a lot by his father at a young age. But by the age of 15, the beatings that Banks went through eventually stopped because he finally stood up for himself. Yes, that happens. Oh, yeah.
1: No, he said that'll happen. I think
0: I was 17 when I finally stood up to my dad and I was like, not today. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. So after. All right. Yeah. Oh, No fucking well, domestic violence i grew up in it i'm a definitely a product of domestic violence so but after co- crossing a couple of different references that i looked at um the forgiveness foundation <laughs> every time that was number one for this episode that was the first I'm one i'm
1: sorry <laughs> if you should have seen his face when he said me um.
0: <laughs> i was so disappointed in myself so the references that I crossed together was, were the Forgiveness Foundation, Murderpedia, and the actual sent, appeal sentencing transcripts of, Ch- of Chadwick. They did say that he did serve in the United States Army, and he eventually received a general discharge from the Army because he assaulted a Korean officer with a deadly weapon while on duty. What was the weapon? It was a gun. And that was...
1: Oh, why did you say firearm
0: then? They they used a weapon. That was a quote from the transcript of Florida Supreme Court. Banks also told Dr. P that while his parents did not drink, when Banks was stationed in Korea, he started drinking heavily. But he also started drinking in his teens. So typically, I would talk about... The murders first. However, Mm -hmm. I'm doing it a little different today. It was a little prelude. Yes. I'm going to start with the trial verdict and sentencing of Bank because there is so much to digest with the whole case and what happened during the actual deliberation and trial itself. So during the trial in 1994, Banks pled guilty to two counts of first degree murder and one count of capital sexual battery on... A child under the age of twelve. Immediately the jury was like let's sentence this due to death, and it was a vote of nine to three for the murder and rape of his stepdaughter. And this was according to the transcripts of the United States Court of Appeals for the Eleventh Circuit. In nineteen ninety-nine, he filed for a motion for post-conviction relief in the state court. Denied. In 2010 he tried again denied (laughs) so both times when he attempted at an appeal they were denied and during one of his appeal trials it was stated that banks tried to argue that this case is in which the council failed to investigate and prepared and failed to consult mental health experts, the record clearly shows that Banks was represented by experienced counsel who investigated this case thoroughly, consulted at least three mental health experts, and decided a strategy tailored to a Gladson County jury after carefully considering his options. So, even though he thought that he was like wrongfully accused or that there was some mishaps with the the court because of the perfect keeping of records it shows that the the court did their due diligence in prosecuting prosecuting him so fast forward to 2014 november 11 2014 banks was executed his last and final words according to murderpedia were
1: what kind of execution was it
0: I didn't, they didn't say, or I didn't read that. I just saw that he was executed. I I didn't care.
1: Well, way way out's a way out, you know? Yeah. A door's a door.
0: A door's a door. Maple. (laughs) Could be O. Yeah. (laughs) Either way, it's an accident. So his last and final words were, I'm very sorry for the hurt and pain I've caused all of you these years. Year after year, I've tried to come up with a reasonable answer for my actions but how could such acts be reasonable and now his crimes because his actions were not reasonable so sit back and get ready september 24th 2002 banks and his wife cassandra banks were at a bar in quincy florida i think they said that's about 20 miles outside of tallahassee they were having say that again tell that say what say that Say what you just said. Where are they from? Tallahassee. Did I say it wrong? Okay.
1: You said I, it sounded weird to me. Oh, Tallahassee? Oh,
0: I don't know. Tallahassee. Tallahassee? Not You're sure. saying Hossie. Tallahassee? Yes. Yeah, don't say it like okay, that. Okay, I won't say it like that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, friends. So they were having drinks. They are having a good time at a bar. But as I stated before, Banks had an issue with drinking. He started drinking in his teens, so he just couldn't handle his alcohol. While they're at the bar, they end up getting into an altercation, an argument, in which Cassandra decides to leave Banks at the bar alone, because she's like, fuck this, I'm going home. I mean, personally, I'm just like, why waste time on a drunk person? To me, it's not worth it. So in that regard, I don't blame her. So fast forward to 3 a.m. in the morning... Bank finally leaves the bar and goes home. Stumbling in the house and smelling of alcohol, he makes his way upstairs. Sleeping soundly, Cassandra has no idea what comes next. While in the, bank, while in the bedroom, Bank reveals his gun, aims it at Cassandra's head, and pulls the trigger, killing her instantly. Once Cassandra is murdered, he proceeds to his stepdaughter's room. If you don't want to hear this, you should fast forward. Just letting you know now. Because at 10 years old, Melody Cooper had her innocence taken away. So while he's in the bedroom, Banks says that he goes to his 10-year-old stepdaughter's bedroom and molested her for about 20 minutes. Finally, after the trauma that she was experiencing, he shoots Melody in the head. But the truth is, Melody, Melody was not just mol- molested like Banks stated. She was raped. She was raped by someone that was supposed to keep her sa- safe. What Banks told the police was that she did not resist or try to get away or whatever. She just laid there. But the crime scene and evidence showed that there was blood under her fingernails and it was his blood. Melody's body also showed signs of being sodomized with her anus having a lot of trauma to it and his DNA inside of her. She was 10 years old. And what really upsets me about this case the most was that these victims, they had no, there was no background information on them there is besides who they were but they didn't talk about the victims at all they talked so much more about banks and i just think it's so shitty and i think that cassandra and melody should be alive today and my heart weeps for both of them and that's my case and i'm leaving it at that purposely just to illuminate on how
1: i feel disgusted
0: I'm just, I want to illuminate on how there's not a lot of information about victims. There are not a lot of information about these cases, these horrific cases that happen to people. It's not fair. And if you're struggling with substance abuse or you know someone that is, call the American Addiction Centers. Their number is 866-215-4608. Also, if you're in a bad situation If you are dealing with domestic violence at home, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. That number is 800-799-7233. Get out of the situation while you can. No one is worth your sanity. If you're struggling with alcohol, like I've lost a few friends to substance abuse, it's not happy. It's not a happy ending. and there are people out there that'll listen to you and i've said it before if you need to talk to anyone reach out to us i know andre is super good at responding to people when they reach out to us like on instagram
1: for the most part for the yeah. most part i don't use sometimes <laughs> i take myself a phone break and i always feel back i come back with a bunch of dms I'm like i'm sorry i just needed a break from social media
0: or i'm spending the night in the woods again i have oh hello blogs on instagram if you ever want to reach out uh, we have as a murder also I um I don't check it too often but I will make it a point to because sometimes you just need someone to listen especially if it's from someone you have no idea who it is um
1: also if you follow me on Facebook because a couple of you have <laughs> no. It's totally fine. Because <laughs> I've been in like a couple of different meme groups and, and <laughs> people will like comment at me. Like, oh shit, are you such a, I listen to your podcast. I was like, thank you. Now please ignore this Kirby meme.
0: <laughs> because <laughs> now I feel weird. <laughs> I think I've been pretty good about hiding on the internet. I think I doxed myself like three times already, but oh, whatever. This it happens.
1: Honestly, if you want to come to my place, c- come at me.
0: Yeah. Hexy, <laughs> not Lexy. We'll cut you.
1: I'm so upset with you. Bro, that. I, when I saw you know, that, you know, I was just like, "What?" Because you know, I noticed you kept saying Lexi about thought you were just like, I don't know. I was like a, a speech thing, so I wanted to be like, "Hey, asshole!" <laughs> and you and you'd be like, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I have a list." And then I feel bad, but then you texted it. And I was like, "Oh, he thinks her name's really Lexi."
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't know. Oh my gosh, I was so. I was like, "Don't tell her, please." <laughs> you should have seen my face. I was just like, "Oh my." <laughs> <Yes>. Wow, <laughs> but uh yeah
1: also shout out to anyone who's like me this these months and you're getting affected by your seasonal affective disorder we got this
0: yes i feel we get, we
1: get through it every season <laughs> we'll get through with this stuff we will we'll do it together i'm there for you just you know stock up on some good flannels and hot cocoa Do
0: you have a goatee going on right now
1: Yeah, i am growing my facial hair back in because I don't have to go to work for a
0: while. Okay. It's cute, dude.
1: I just feel all right, okay. I'm I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me cute. <laughs> Alright. Uh enjoy the music. Check the links below if you want to donate and check out other stuff like social medias. But uh bye. See ya friends. <laughs>
2: I try to sleep, but you're deep in my mind Got a hold of me, when I'm awake I'm all blind You and your magic, like infinite power God knows I try to resist, but you're pulling me closer Oh, i got to stay away, but you won't let me You don't